On this week's episode of Undone, I talked to the ever fabulous and absolutely amazing online dating guru, Tara Steidem. Tara breaks down the red and green flags to look for in dating, tools for dating savvy online and in person, dating in and post pandemic, how to express your love language, marriage, and so much more. If you love this episode, please subscribe and share with your community. The more the merrier. Thank you for joining me each week. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Undone. So Tara, I'm so excited to have you on the Undone podcast. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I am doing really well, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic, so life has shifted, but I am doing well. How are you? Girl, I'm doing good in LA, trying to make things happen for myself. That's about it. (laughs) You are, like you absolutely are, and I'm so proud of you. I'm absolutely proud of you, because you remember, like, back in the day, and I'm like, go, do, like, and now, bam, here you go. We had a mini of conversations. Yes, we had many of conversations about this back in the day. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and here you are. So I'm proud. I'm proud yes. to be here, a part of your podcast. Listen, you interview everybody else. I'm like, oh, little old me, I get to come on the podcast and talk. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, you're the online dating guru, as you're affectionately called. Of course, I have to have you on the podcast. <laughs> you know helping these ladies get their lives together in these online dating streets because as you know I know it can work I mean obviously that's how I met my husband but for a lot of ladies especially Mm -hmm. professional ones they work or they go into it and pretty much sabotage themselves because they didn't believe it could work in the beginning so I'm out here doing what I can to save the planet one life and relationship at a time (laughs) You are saving the planet. And let me introduce you all to this queen who I love and adore so much. Sarah is a five-time Emmy-nominated TV producer and has spent 22 years taking the stories of others and helping bring them to life as a TV producer. She has worked with notable celebrities such as Dr. Phil, Susie Orman, Judge Alex Ferrer, Judge Lynn Toller, and even interviewed Steve Harvey before his final comedy performance in 2012. Sarah has also turned her passion for motivating women into a business, as we will get into. After meeting her good husband, as she calls him, on an online dating site in 2015, she turned her success and love into a business which helps other singles through her company, She Date Savvy LLC. She is affectionately known, as I told you guys, as the online dating guru. Tara hosts dating workshops and one-on-one dating coaching to teach single successful professionals how to navigate the world of dating both online and off. To date, four former clients have matched, made it, and married. Wait a minute. Yeah. Let's go back. Today, <laughs> four former clients have matched, made it, and married their online connection. Shout out to the online dating guru. She is also highly sought after um, in the voice industry, having appeared on CBS, Fox On, and in the Houston Chronicle. Tara also recently released her second self-published book, Smart Girls Still Don't Date Dumb, The Smart Girls Guide for Dating in an Era of Egocentric Men, Guide to Ghosts, and Social Distance Dating. 
again, you guys, help me welcome the queen, the online dating guru, Miss Tara Steidel. Hi, Tara. <laughs> Look, when you put it like that, I mean, I just got to show up and do it, right? I mean, I mean, you are doing it and I want to dive in. I'm so excited. I want to first ask you, what was it? Because you were a TV producer, right? For 22 years, you worked in the TV industry. What was it about, was it your relationship and finding your husband that inspired you to want to leave that behind, like fully leave that behind after you put 22 years in it and help women find love? Talk to us about that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the thing. I still love TV. I still am in the world, right? Like I still dabble over there. Um, but this uh -huh. absolutely is my ministry. That's the best way I can describe it. This is the business that I know God right. gave me. Um, because when he gave uh -huh. me the idea, it was after a conversation with a girlfriend, with me motivating her to go online. I'm like, girl, you got to do it. You can find a good guy. And I got the idea and I sat on it for about five or six months because this was at the time when I was getting married. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have my easy life. And literally one right. day in the bathroom, God was like, remember that thing I told you about? Remember that idea? And I was like, I don't know how to start a business. I don't know how to do this. Um, well, little, you know, was I thinking my husband is a business development like expert. He helps people open their business. So when I told him about the idea, he was like, I see it so much bigger than what you're even thinking. And he helped me build the back end of it. Cause I was like, all I know how to do is show up and talk. Like that's all I know how to do. But I knew that there were other women out there who one, if they saw me doing it, right. If I, I'm like, there is with me like I'm online because it just made sense for my life it was pretty much like grocery shopping. right and so if I mm -hmm. can show other women and not only just tell them hey I, I succeeded at it but let me take you along the way and teach you that's why I started it like mm -hmm. I wanted to not um have the stigma because online dating still has a stigma around it right there are so many people who right. are still kind of we're going to tell them we met, you know, at church. We're going to tell them we met at a friend's house. And it's like, it's okay to say, girl, we right. met online, you know, especially when it's a right. great relationship. So I wanted to take the stigma Definitely. away. And teach uh, you describe your life's passion as being a motivator, right? In which you help women and motivate them to find love. I have to ask you in pivoting from one career to the next, what obstacles did you run into? I know you had your husband there to help you, but what obstacles did you run into and how did you overcome them and use them to fuel your business currently? Oh my God. There are so many times <laughs> that I have wanted to say, mm -mm, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, right. Like I'm just like, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, because it's hard. It is a business, right? It is absolutely mm -hmm. a business. Mm -hmm. And as you know, with businesses, until you get businesses to a certain place, it's you and your husband, right? It's you and your guy girl the behind the scenes and I know you know this all too well it's you and your husband and your, like you right you guys are the team and for me there were times where I absolutely was like I'm not doing this like I'm definitely just, but I always I always kept coming back to my why right my why was always super important to me and it just I know mm. there were ladies there are times when I look back now especially like at in 2020 when there were so many women who were like, I had two ladies who got married last year. Weddings were postponed 
wow. the two ladies got married right. last year. And so that keeps me motivated because I'm like, if I don't show mm-hmm. up, someone may miss out on their future, right? Like if I don't show mm. up, whatever lessons and teachings and things that I have, someone might miss their next step, their good thing, just because I decided I don't want to do this anymore. And so really that is my motivation right. that I have people out there um, waiting for me to show up and serve and teach them. Definitely. And you're serving and teaching the people. Do you hear me? I like watch your videos. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> um, you're a dating coach in the age of social media, right? Dating apps, et cetera. And any and everything can be done at the pulse of the phone or the computer. What have you found in your work and in your research um, as, a relate, as a dating coach um, to be the thing that has worked and the thing that isn't working as it relates to dating in this new age? What's working and what's not working? So I think what is not working is for people to treat online dating as any other type of dating, right? It's like they treat it like a brand new species. Mm. It's like, oh, there's this online dating thing and then you have to do everything differently. And it's like, no, 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 no. All you're doing on online dating is using it as the platform. So if before you would traditionally meet people, maybe like at the kickback, right? Like at the barbecue or maybe mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. you're still going to go through those same steps of getting to know that person. You're kind of vetting them out and weeding and kind of seeing like, do they work? That doesn't change with online dating. And I see a lot of people want to either hold online dating to a higher standard, right? Or they treat it like something completely different. And I'm like, no, online dating is just the platform and the method. Your dating rules should still apply. Like if he's a dog, he was going to be a dog if you met him online or even if you met him at the grocery store or at church. But for whatever reason, they want to hold it to a different standard. And I think that will never work. Like that's never going to work. And if you talk about like what is working, what is working is and this is going to sound crazy, but for you to just have fun, I think there's so many people. Mm. That, oh, seriously. Like, oh, oh. And you can right. go back hundreds of women that I've coached over these last four years, and they will tell you, yes, she told us if, if our mission for working with her was because we wanted to get married, she said she ain't going to work with us because I don't, that energy, I, I want to get married. I got to get, you're not for me. Right. I, because I teach ladies how to have fun and enjoy the experience. If along the way you meet your one, then hey, blessings to mm-hmm. God, success stories, and we keep it moving. But when I went online, Ashley, I went online to have fun and happen to meet the man. Wow. Sarah, that's good. I want to park there for a minute. So you don't want the client to come to you desperate for the husband or even because you know and I'm gonna like let this is undone right we're gonna keep it real yeah. you know we're taught that right that oh absolutely you need the husband you need this you need that you need to check your boxes so All they're the boxes. coming to you and they're like okay I'm ready to check this box I have the career check I have this check okay now I need my husband um Tara can you I need my husband so you're saying no. don't come with that energy no not Why that is energy that? well here's the thing because again you have your 
outcome already in mind. Like you're already there and mm. you are going to date differently, right? Because first of all, every man you meet, you're going to be like, is this my husband? Is this my husband? Is it? like you're not right. enjoying the process. And so I mm-hmm. would rather a woman who says, look, I've checked my career box. I, you know, I'm good to my parents. I've done the travel. I've done everything. And now it's time for me to meet someone. Like I'm open to a relationship. Those are my savvy ladies. Those women right there. But right. if it's because you just, because girl, I got to get up. And this is another one. If they say, <laughs> I'm turning 40 and I got to get married. No, like stop doing that to yourself. Like stop, stop the pressure. Right. Again, I went online at, and I don't be sharing my age publicly, but this is undone. So I'm going to do what we do, right? Undone. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> undone and let them know my number. So I went online when I was 39 years old. I moved back to Houston at 39. Wow. And I got engaged on my 40th birthday. I share that because it's wow. significant because there's so many women who bought into the idea that if you turn this age and you haven't done this, 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 or that, it'll never happen for you. And that's just a complete lie. Mm-hmm. So I share that number, but y'all better not tell nobody because I'll be like, girl, no, I'm not. I'm so not. They better not. We're going to find them. <laughs> but I share that number because I want women to understand you don't have to subscribe to all of those things that, you know, like you said, society has taught us that, like to go get the husband and go get the things. But sometimes you got to enjoy the mm-hmm. process especially if you haven't dated since you were in your twenties and now you're in your late thirties, you're a completely different woman. And so I want her to even just That's know what likes. like, I want her to, to figure out what attracts her now. Like who is she interested in and excited right. about versus right. her husband? So That's what I say to the ladies. Right. And Sarah, do you help them when they come to you with this energy? Do you stop them? Come on, green juice. I'm here for it. You didn't tell me we were having green juice cocktails. Listen, I got to have a little something, something um, in this glass. <laughs> okay. Um, when the ladies come to you and they're with that energy, are you then instructing them or, you know, and walking them through like, wait, or are you saying automatically, okay, no. And are they willing to, when you do instruct them and walk them through the why you don't want that energy, are they receptive to what you're saying? Most of them How actually are. Yeah, most of them actually mm-hmm. are because at the end of the day, if you want to work with me, it'll be on the terms that I'm going to work with you, right? So let's be real. Like it's going to be on the terms mm-hmm. that I'm going to work with the lady, but most of them get it, right? They most they stop and they'll say, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Okay. So I, right. And so, and again, if there's a woman out there who's just hell bent on, um, I, I, one time I'll give you a, a prime example. Years ago, there was a mm-hmm. lady who wanted me to guarantee her the type of men she was going to meet online. How? Yeah. I cannot guarantee. Yes. Yeah, right. Like, well, I, I, I just need to be sure about the kind of men that are going to be Ma'am, I don't control the sites or the platforms or anything like that. I can teach you how to weed out the ones that you don't want and how to actually sift through and get the ones you do want. But I will never, ever, ever, ever guarantee you, oh, girl, yes, this is, if if that's the case, Ash, come on, we would be like walling out of control because we'd have our own with all the guys and all the things. And that's just not what it is. Right. my my thing that I can always promise you is you're gonna be a smarter dater. And in that case, that lady mm-hmm. she already um 
<laughs> she'd already paid for her service. I refunded her her money, right? I refunded her her money because wow. I can't make that guarantee. And again, what was her energy? Her energy was on the outcome ex instead of the experience. And I can't guarantee you what that mm. outcome but I tell you, your dating experience is going to be better working with me and going through the steps and, and learning more, again, about yourself. I have some ladies who come out of it like, oh my God, I'm just, I just feel better. Like I'm just smarter now. I know right. what I want, right? And and so I, yeah, I, right. mm -mm, mm -mm. don't ask me for the guarantee. <laughs> stuff like You're like, I can't, be I can't believe that sister wanted you to guarantee, we, look. Yeah, she, you better go to guarantees to the Lord. Listen, exactly. I can tell <laughs> Only you God can guarantee. <laughs> like, I pray, I will pray for you. I will literally pray for you, but I cannot guarantee you who you're going to meet because that's just not in my control. And again, your energy is such, and a lot of ladies, and I'll even say guys too, because guess what? It ain't just the women. There are some guys out there mm. who put off this energy. Um, because let's look at it like this from a guy's perspective. Guys are the hunter gatherer, mm -hmm. right? And so when they're online, they are mm. hunting gathering, right? And they're sending messages to ladies. And a lot of guys get rejected. And so for them, some of them, it's kind of like, well, I see you didn't write me back. So that must mean you're not interested. And literally the lady was like, I was out of town for three days, bro. But why are you coming at me with this energy? Because right? he's just bringing right. in from other women. And he's kind of like following up with that energy. Mm. Oh, hey, Ash, just wanted to check in, make sure you saw my message. That's what I would say. Instead of mm -hmm. coming from my mm -hmm. stuff, unfortunately, um, you know, sometimes guys do that. And the same, you know, works for ladies. So I figure if we work on our energy, it will definitely save us all of the drama when it comes to the online dating world and any kind of dating, actually. That's interesting. And Tara, do you work with guys too? Or just, I know it's she date savvy, but do you ever get requests from guys or from the LGBTQ plus community? Or is oh, it, I am talk to us a little bit about like who your clients are. Yeah, I'm okay. open to working with anyone. I specifically and majority, um, most of my, my clients are women right now, but I've had guys reach out to me. Um, mm -hmm. I have had um, a young man who was gay reach out to me. I'm completely open. I'm completely open mm -hmm. because again, dating doesn't change. No matter what, even if it's mm. like, okay, I'm a woman looking for a woman, it doesn't change because I'm still going to tell you right. the same rules and information because it still should all apply, right? Like nothing is going to be different. Like, oh, well, right. no, that's crap. Like, no, you date the same. We're right. dating the same type of way. Like there are no differences there. It's still a relationship. Mm, that's good. Um, and love from your heart. So yeah, I'm open. Whoever. Definitely. <laughs> you heard it. Whoever. <laughs> she can help you. Find love. <laughs> Sarah, when the pandemic hit, what was your initial thought? Like as how you would approach your business? Like, okay, right? Like, were you like, wait a minute. And what was the response from your audience we have a lot to talk about. Okay. Oh, just so much. Go. So much. Okay. So since this is undone, I'll be really, really, really honest with you. When the pandemic hit March of last year, you know, because I'm in Houston. So, you know, it's in waves in different parts of the country. So in Houston is when they start shutting stuff down. Mm -hmm. And I remember having the conversation with God. And I said, really, God, that's how you're going to close my business? You're going to send a whole pandemic down? 
because right. I did not believe that women were going to want to talk about dating and relationships because here we were trying to fight this silent, invisible, and deadly killer. And here's what happened though. A girlfriend mm-hmm. of mine, <laughs> look, gotta, gotta thank, thank our girlfriend. She sent me a note when I were chatting and she's just like, girl, my ex-boyfriend reached out to me, okay? And then the next day she's like, oh my God, mm. another one reached out to me. And I was like, well, girl, somebody reached out to me and they know I'm good and married. I don't need nobody checking on me, right? <laughs> so I was like, I'm like, okay. but again, Texas was all on the news, right? And so they're out in LA and they're like, hey, I'm just checking in. I'm like, we good, right? We good, bro. But what it did was I made a post that night on social media and I was just like, Anybody else hearing from exes? And the women lit it up. They lit it up. They're like, oh my God, my ex reached out to me. And this guy, I was like, oh my God, there's a conversation still. Women still want to talk about dating and relationships. And I quickly pivoted, right? Like you talk about pivot. Like I quickly mm. Um. So here's the, the, the interesting thing. For the past two years, I've been doing um, virtual workshops. Right, my smart uh-huh. dating, which started off as an original in-person workshop, two years ago I started doing that virtually because what I noticed is because when I was on TV and on national platforms, thank thank God, um, my reach was further, and so I wasn't gonna limit myself. Uh-huh. Hey, who can come to Houston? Like, come on, no. So right, I, virtual. I've been using Zoom like for two years now. I know everybody else is just catching up. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Teach us, teach us. I've been using the Zoom Pro account for like some years now because <laughs> my business is completely virtual. Most of my women I meet just online or on the phone, right? Like that's how we meet. And mm-hmm. so I quickly created a new course um, to teach pandemic, like dating in the pandemic. Like, how do you get the virtual dates? Mm-hmm. Like, how to still check them out because nothing changes about online dating. You still got to check them out. You still got to know who you're talking to. Um, right. There were just way more women out there who wanted to know because for the first time ever, they had to sit down and be still in their singleness. They had to mm. how single they really were, right? Because we can be the social butterfly wow. and we can go out with our boys hang out and do those things but the pandemic made so many singles realize I'm really 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 super single right and I'm not a I'm not a single I'm not one of those people like oh no listen I'm the girl who's like girl if you want to date come on over here let me teach you how to do it right but I I I appreciate and recognize um those moments of singleness that we need right but if you are in that moment Mm. you're like single even gail king talked about it like she last april um on the cbs show talked about like i'm single and it's daunting and she says i usually fill my life with all these events and things to do but that went away and so then bam again she was singleness and i think that that happened for a lot of ladies and men um and then online dating Mm -hmm. that method of like Oh, you're right. <laughs> there is something to this online dating thing. So I'm, I'm excited. It actually, 2020 was probably um, one of my best years. Not probably, was my best year. Wow. Yeah. It, 
I've heard a lot of people say that, that the pandemic was not, it wasn't a downturn for their business. It was, it was up. Talk to us a little bit about, talk to us a little bit about your strategy. So you hear the conversation going on online when you make the post. In your mind, are you saying, okay, let me go ahead and make the pivot? Did you know how long we would be on lockdown? Did you, in your mind at that time, or did you say, okay, I'll make this pivot temporarily and then we'll go back to our old model? What, what were you, what were your thoughts at that time on that? So again, the only thing that really changed in the pivot was the content. The model itself mm. had been virtual for some years. So truly, that all, yes, that's true. The part that again made me have to show up and really go with it though was, yo, they are waiting for you to show up, right? Like how I started the conversation was, mm. if I don't show up, if I quit, just think about it. If I would have just stopped in March and never even pose the question to my audience about people asking questions. I could be sitting here a year later with no business, but because I acted, right. on, I acted on it and, you know, it was super strategic. And again, like I said, from the beginning, there are days where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I've gotten better. I pay for coaching. I do things like that. But at the same time, I just, right. I, I went with it and it worked again. There were women mm-hmm. out there even in this last year, and again, you know, the, the whole follower thing on social media, but I probably have about seven, 700 new followers since last spring, right? And I know that for some people like, oh, I get wow. that. But for me, that was a lot because I was constantly putting things out there. There were, um, and another yes. thing about you I, are, you know, so, and I appreciate that when people, people are like, oh my God, girl, I see you. And it's like, because I know the rhythm and the method and I know what works for my ladies and in showing up mm-hmm. not only for them it allowed me to have partnerships with other women and businesses that I would not have had mm-hmm. if I was on the sidelines so I, I listen right. I pivoted I created a whole new course and I showed up and I started offering my courses monthly I usually would only do them quarterly right because I was mm. one so again I adapted to what the market told me it needed from me. So that's why I'm still standing right wow. now. I, I went with it, girl. I went with it. And that strategy can work in any business. I mean, if you can, you know, like take a little bit out and apply it to yours. That's good, T. Let me ask you this. Um, what, what were your clients, how did you tell them to approach dating in the pandemic? What were your tips and tools on how to go, how to date. Were they dating virtually? Were they going out with masks on? Were they being intimate? How did you tell them to approach that? That's a great question. So for a lot of my ladies, most of them were already online, right? They were already online. Uh And so um, for a couple that I'll use in in, an example, they had just Uh met They had just met guys and had already met face-to-face, but then when things locked down, they had to go into virtual dating, right? And so again, what this allowed people to do was have that time of like slowing down, right? Because there were like six weeks where nobody was on dates because everything was shut down. And you're like, no, I don't want to see you, want to talk to you. And so they had to learn how to do the days they had to learn how to just have phone conversations when it came safe to really meet and talk the thing that I would have them ask is okay 
first of all, you got to consider what is this person doing? Like, are they truly just working from home, right? Because that mattered versus someone who was still having to go out in the public because that's not somebody that we want to meet up with right now just because of their interactions with other people. I stay at my house nine times out of 10, right? And when I do go out, I wear mm -hmm. a mask. In my house, I wear a mask because I have to be around my parents at some point or another. And I can't be in a situation where if they call me, I can't come because I was at the turn up, right? So it's like you had to, right. to what are their actions and interactions? But yeah, definitely asking for the mask. I mean, I'm not telling grown folks business, but I know people have been intimate in the last year. Um, you know, so they right. made, my clients. Um, there was one lady um, who told me that she contracted COVID, but she wasn't even actively dating. Oh. And she doesn't know where she got it. She's like either the grocery store or somewhere because she wasn't around anyone. So save that mm -hmm. one woman. None of my other clients who were actively dating and going out and meeting with people. Yeah, no, but we 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 do safe and savvy over here. So mass safe and savvy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we're both married, right? And I know a lot of people were getting divorced and separating during the pandemic. Kim and Kanye, you know, celebrity couple. A, a lot of celebrity couples went through it during the pandemic. Yeah. A few things. Do you think that those issues were around before the pandemic and the pandemic just allowed for those issues to be on the forefront? Yeah, I think you completely hit it on the head. I think that for a lot of these relationships, especially when we look at a celebrity relationship, what do we know about celebrities? Most of the time they are what? On the road, they're on the go. And the pandemic slowed mm. that all down. So if you talk about a music artist, okay, there were no more concerts. If you're talking about a TV star, right. there were no more shows. Like all the stuff that you usually would have done, you didn't get to do that. And so now I'm here with John and John is here with Sally. And now we're looking at mm. them, right? And the things that we were able to excuse away right because it's like oh we're gonna make the best of our weekend together because I won't see him for another four weeks right because it's kind of like a long right. distance relationship within a marriage that didn't exist and so now I had to see John for who he was that was already mm. before the pandemic and I think that a lot of marriages um crumbled like it was truly because of stuff that was already going on and so these were people who were already on the brink and a lot of them, that one-on-one -on -one time, just the same as you remember when you look at your husband and you decide, okay, because marriage is a choice. Let's be let's be honest, right? Mar deciding to- Let's be clear. Mm -hmm. Every day I decide I'm committed to this husband and this relationship, this like that's a decision that we make, right? And so for right. a lot of people, right. the, the decision became, yeah, this doesn't work for me anymore. Like this doesn't work for me because it was so wow. out there and in their faces. Um, and I think that that's, you know, the unfortunate downside to it. But I'm also a proponent of happiness. And I know that sounds really crazy where it's mm. like, you put relationships together. Yeah, but I still want you to be happy. I'm never going to ask you to be with some someone, something that is not working for you. And I think that that's what happened to a lot of right. people. It's not really working mm. for me, you know? See, do you think people jump the gun in their decisions just because of what we were going through? Do you think people made um, rushed decisions to like leave their marriages just because we were in that space? And do you feel like 
people, sh marriages, I'll say, should have used that time to lean in. Oh, get to know so each other in a deeper way. Talk to us, T, talk to us. No, so that's so <laughs> fantastic. So I think that when you look at the statistics, they're always going to be the people who, no matter what, they were going to be out. Like they were out, out of the marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, there are right. also some that when they go back and look at it, they're going to look at the stress, the anxiety, uncertainty, mm. all of the things that were going on at that time. Imagine how many mm -hmm. business owners whose marriages did not survive, right? Like how many restaurant owners right. whose marriages didn't survive because for however many months he or she was trying to make that restaurant work. And then it didn't work. And then now I'm here and I'm depressed and I'm in, you get it. And so when people turn inward instead of right. outward partner, that creates friction, right? And so you do get people who are, again, right. that probably was a really so solid and strong relationship. And unfortunately you have this situation that none of us could have controlled and it immediately came mm. and kind of like, you know, jacked it up. And now that relationship is gone. I will tell you, one of the things that we did, and it was funny because in the beginning, everything was shut down. So everybody's working from the house, got the kids going to school from the house. Blah. Right. Like one day, he worked from home like one day. And then he was like, I don't know. Like they're gonna have to get me out of my office. He said, I'm going to the office because I love you too much for us all to just be up in here trying to. And I right. like he could be in his own little wing and area, but he didn't want to be here with me. He didn't want to work here. And it's fine. It is absolutely fine because right. we had that separation of not just mm -hmm. being all day together. Like it just yeah. right. <laughs> so yeah, I think that a lot I of love people, it. they look back over it. It was like, uh, I mean, I still like you. I probably overreacted a little bit. Just Did you get any of your married couples to come to you for advice on how to navigate, um, you know, that maybe you help them to meet and now they're married and now they're in the pandemic and married. Did you have anybody come to you to ask not, you how to, how do we get through this? Not them specifically, uh -huh. because I think they're all still so new. Thank God they were in the honeymoon phase, right? Like they were in the honeymoon phase. Right. I still like you. We're we going to figure this situation out. Um, now, I have talked. Uh -huh. um, one of the things that I've been doing recently are these virtual vision board parties. And so I have talked to ladies uh -huh. about the they can do with their husbands and if you've never done one if y'all never did one I want you to do a vision board with your husband because a lot of people will do their own right but my husband and I right. do our vision together because we're in I love that it's not just my relationship and so being being in a place to mentor married women um and I'm very mm -hmm. very, very I got a call from someone last week and she was like look I need you to, you know, to take me through these steps. And again, I've only been married five years. I am not the, listen, right? Like I was not that chick. I'm not the girl who was like, oh my life, I wanted to get married. No, that's not my story. I met right. who God had for me and that's why I'm married. But at the end of the day, I was not that mm -hmm. girl who practicing to be married since she was, you know, six years old. No, but what I know is what I know. <laughs> and, and I know right. how, I know how, um, because I grew up, I have brothers, a lot of male cousins. I grew up around guys. And so it's like, I know how guys communicate mm -hmm. and how they want to be communicated too. And so it's like, I kind of have this mm -hmm. 
different view of relationships and and I kind of see things from the guy's perspective a lot and so I teach my ladies hey let's look at it from this perspective Mm -hmm. our perspective so when when women who are married come to me and ask I'm always going to teach them how to lean in and dig in and remember your why and you know if your husband had a hard day at work you got to be his soft place to land when he gets home like that's what we're supposed to be right as their wives, we not coming with the rah, rah, the, right. he can't tell you, look, he right. can never walk up in here and be like, well, when I come home, she be fussing, lies. Like, it's just not gonna happen. Like, it's just not going to happen. Right. <laughs> so I definitely, definitely want the married ladies to, again, lean into your partner. Remember, what's our why? Like, why did we get together? What was that reason that I chose? I love that. You chose me. Um, because things things can get rocky for us obviously it didn't get rocky like that but life was just coming left and right and it was a lot there was a lot of stuff coming for us and I personally um do some things for my parents because my parents are you know older now and 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 it takes takes it's tall and for for me there's just like a lot of stuff that was on my plate and by the end of last year, and we are a couple who like to vacation. We got to go nowhere last year. Nowhere. Mm. Nowhere. Because we usually, our first trip was going to be in March to a wedding. Mm. We didn't get to wow. do that. And then by the time summer came, everything was shut down. You know what I mean? So for us, that's usually mm-hmm. like unwind and reconnection. And we didn't have that. So we had to go back in and recalibrate ourselves because we didn't have a normal right. year for marriage. And so one of the things that we started mm. this year is every week, date night. Like we, we got to do it no matter what, mm. like it's the calendar, even if it's sitting in a bed playing cards and I win, um, we right. got <laughs> to have that time together. So I would absolutely encourage a marriage Definitely. to do that. Get together. Remember your why. I love that. Remember your why. I, that's ooh, some good stuff. What? Uh, let's talk about back to the couples, the dating, the singles. What does dating post-pandemic look like? So we talked a little bit about what it was like when the pandemic first started and how that all looked like. What's going into now we're in 2021. A lot of people are getting the vaccine. Houston is pretty much back open. Y'all have been open. Atlanta is open. We're That's not right. open like y'all. We just got they're our restaurants They're doing the back. most, though. Like, <laughs> they're doing the most. They're open, and these numbers yeah. are rising because they're out here being open. And it's like, sit your butt Girl, down. Sit down. your butt down. What, what have you been hearing? Because I'm sure the ladies are back out dating, right? In person and doing like they're, you know, normal to do. What does dating post-pandemic look like? Let's say like we get through this year and now we're into 2022. Do you think these relationships and couples that met in the pandemic will sustain this time? Talk to us a little bit about that. Oh, I love that. Love, love, love that. So I've identified like two groups of people who were dating during the pandemic, right? There were the ones who were mm-hmm. out here looking for a quarantine bay, right? Like you're just looking for somebody to get with because remember, everything is shut down. So the normal ways that you would have dated, which of course was what? You would go out, you would meet someone. Well, if everything is closed mm-hmm. down, how were you doing that? So you had a lot of extra traffic right. online just looking for that pursuit that they weren't able to do in person anymore. No, those relationships, they're not mm-hmm. going to 
sustain themselves because they weren't built on anything, right? They're, they just weren't built right. on uh, anything. However, there are those people out there who were looking there for their forever loves and have found uh -huh. them online and will be able to continue to sustain those relationships because again, it was built on something authentic. The one thing that the pandemic allowed people to do and this also is where you can determine like how serious a person was. If you talk to me online on a Monday and you're trying to meet me the next day, boy, you're not realizing it's a pandemic. You know what I mean? Like you don't mm. understand the enormity of what's going on. But if you're cool with us just right. kind of chatting and getting to know one another, and then maybe our first date is virtual. I have a client who lives in LA and she goes on virtual dates like almost every week. Every week she's meeting mm -hmm. you know, virtually so they've slowed down the pace of I want to get to know you right I want to get to know you I want to see you face to face but it doesn't have to be face to face so I think for those types of people right slow down the process um you know they'll be surprised that this was a real engagement and relationship that sustains itself beyond the pandemic so you'll have two different categories again the quarantine bays the one who was just looking for a hookup mm -hmm. and then the looking for their forever loves definitely see what advice would you share with people who are new to the dating site dating app world right because you don't just only teach people how to date online right you teach them how to meet people in person too right oh absolutely if someone is wanting to if someone is wanting they're in the pandemic right now they're listening to this at home or in their car and they're wanting to meet somebody and try out a dating site, a dating app, what tools would you give them to do it the right way? Can you give us three tools that the people can use to date online savvy? To savvy is, look, I made up a word. To date <laughs> savvy <laughs> online. <laughs> Absolutely. So the first thing I will tell you to do is get your mind right. Okay. First things mm. first, get your mind right. If you are going over there, I talked to a lady today and I loved her energy. She was like, you know what? I've been saying for a while, you know, that I was going to be open up to it. And um, she's like, I, I saw you at an event. And then my girlfriend told me about you. So she's like, it's time. I'm ready. Right. Get your mind right. Mm -hmm. If you are going into right. this and expecting something magical just because you're like, oh, well, it's, it's, it's online dating. So it better like, no, 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 no. Remember the energy. So the first thing is to get your mind right. The second thing is to make sure you are on the right platform. Do you know, um, as of last year, when I did my research, I think the number was like 1400 different dating sites. There are literally dating wow. sites out here for just about any type of matching and mating you want to do. So do your research and make sure that whatever site it is you're looking to um, is actually one that's going to yield the results you're looking for. Um, there were, <laughs> back in the day, you know, there's some sites that are just known as hookup sites, right? There are just some sites that are known right. as And so the thing is, if you tell me, I'm really looking for a serious relationship, Tara, you know, I wanna meet someone, you know, don't go to a hookup site, mm -hmm. right? Don't go to a notorious hookup oh. site because that's what you're going to get and then when I talk to you, by the time you come to me, then you're, you're, you're ready to argue with me because you're like, see, online dating don't work and blah, 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 blah. And he sent me an inappropriate picture. And then I asked the question, what site were you on? And then they tell me they were on, you know, X, Y, Z. And I'm like, that's why. So do your research. That's why. Um, 
Yeah, and I don't I don't throw out sites for a few reasons because again, what's gonna work for you is not gonna work for you, it's not gonna work for you, but might work for her. I have a dear friend who met her husband on Tinder. Okay, met her husband oh. on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Now, again, there are sites out there that are known as hookup sites. However, she met a great guy. So there are exceptions to every single rule, but do your research. Like proceed with caution. And then the third tip that I would give is to do something different. And by that, I mean, do mm. sit there and wait. Do you know how many women go online, put up a little profile, and then sit there and wait, Ashley? They sit there and wait. Can wow. I tell you when I went online? I sent the first message to my husband. I Did you? Message to my husband. And so when I say do something different, I mean, get out of this traditional mindset of, you know, well, if he looking for me, he go find me. And, you know, you know, because then our Christians tell us, girl, I'm waiting for my boys. <laughs> to go read the whole story because Boaz and Ruth did not get together the way y'all want to try to misconstrue their story right and so those would be my right right on the right I mean check your energy you know get your mind right make sure you're on the right side and then do something different communicate flirt like I love flirting I love that all the men on behalf of my like flirt (laughs) right I love it that's good see See, okay, so I was looking online um, in, like, it was on the Explore page on Instagram, and it talked about green flags, and I had never heard of green flags before, and I I know the red flags, but the green flags were the good things to notice in someone that you're married to or dating or potential bae husband. Talk to us about the red and green flags that women should look for or men should look for when they're dating. Or even in marriage too. First of all, your questions were so bomb, right? Like, so your questions, just letting you know, they might show up as some of my savvy questions of the day. Cause I was like, these are such great questions that I want to be able to share the world, you know, share with the ladies. So we'll share the podcast, but I'm gonna have to get some of these questions. So that was a fantastic question, the green flags and red flags. And actually what I did actually was I combined them because for this exercise, Mm -hmm the green flags and the red flags will actually be the same. Okay, so I'm gonna go over a Mm. few of them for you. So the first green flash red flag is, do they keep their word? You know, does this person keep Mm. Okay, so that could be a red flag if the answer is no. It could also be a green flag if the answer is yes, right? Like if they say they're going to do something, they do it. Right. So I, I really didn't want to overcomplicate right. it by giving like, okay, here you red flags, because there can be an overlap mm-hmm. in this answer. So number two, are they consistent with their actions? Okay. That could be a red flag mm-hmm. if they're not, right? It's like, okay, well, you know, right. um, he calls me this day, then I don't hear from him. And then the green flag is good Lord, I hear from this man every single morning and then on his lunch break and then in the, right, he's being consistent. That's a green flag for me. Then the last one is how do they make you feel? How do they make you feel? Mm. A red flag is are you over here crying and texting your girlfriend (laughs) and, you know, writing all these passive aggressive messages on social media? Like, are they conjuring up those type of feelings with you? Or on the green right. flag side, 
Are they making you feel loved and wanted and accepted? Are you happy? Are you excited to talk to them? Do they bring joy to your life? Like, how do they make you feel? Right. So I think if we look at the mm, red, that's good. Flags, yeah, the red and green flags for me are truly the same questions, but it's just kind of broken down a little bit differently um, with respect to what the mm -hmm. answer. Same questions. That's good. Oh, this is good. This look, we in February, the month of love. Y'all better it's take notes. This is the I'm stuff. trying to get everyone ready. Cause again, even if you don't go online, I don't, I don't, I don't care if you don't go online. Like I'm not offended if a person says, Oh my God, I'm not gonna go online. But still, if you go and meet them in person, you still gotta know what the red and green flags are, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like again, Definitely. online is just the method to meet them. It does not change the dating methodology. Like it doesn't change the way that you date. It doesn't, it shouldn't, let me, let me explain this. It should not make you do anything that if you met him through your auntie or if you met him at church or work that you wouldn't do, right? I don't want you doing anything different mm. than if you met them online. Right. That's good, T. What are your thoughts on the list? Um, Pastor Michael Todd had preached about <laughs> ripping up the list. I mean, you know, we've all heard it. <laughs> sip your green juice. Okay, y'all. She's sipping sip her green, green juice. juice on that one and, <laughs> and do a side eye to the list. <sighs> So here's the thing. What are your thoughts on the list? Should, should we be making, well, not, I'm not making a list, but should women be making a list as it relates to what they want out of their spouses or potential spouses or somebody they're dating? Talk to us about the list. Break it down. So that question is twofold. Um, first of all, I believe mm -hmm. we have a roadmap to where we're going, right? That's why I do the vision board parties. Mm -hmm. That's why I want women to cast their vision. Like, what are you looking for? Um, because I look at it like a GPS. If you don't know where you're going, how are you going to know either when you get there or when you're lost, right? Right. So yes, I believe we need mm -hmm. to have some sort of direction when it comes to our love, our lives, our relationships, all of those things. However, right. if you find yourself in a place where that list is so doggone rigid, when no one but Jesus <gasps> himself is going to be able to perfect enough, you know, then I say, no, throw that list away. And there's so many women who, who, who hide behind the list, but that's just fear. That's fear, Ash, because uh -huh. fear is, is, oh, I need all this, this, and this, and see, nobody can meet my matches and nobody, no, it's not that, it's you, it's you. And so I say, take that list away. If, yes, you want to have your goals and your attentions and things that you want right. to relationship that makes perfect sense but if that list is such that if you look back over it and in the last eight years no one has been able to meet any of the things on that list then that's not tear it up tear it up because you're not being realistic you're just you're doing that as a way to stay single so when you talk to your girlfriend you're like girl he did not make the list see the things on my list well your list is unrealistic so throw it away I love it. Throw the list away. Or can they tweak the list and make it uh, like a realistic list as it relates to, because sometimes I've heard that women are asking the guys to do things that they're not even doing for themselves. You asking the guy to have this, but you don't even have that for yourself. So <laughs> can they tweak the list T and make it, you know, Yeah, that's where the that's where your vision board comes in. Yeah. I don't, I don't say that you shouldn't have anything. Like I want you to know what you're looking for and all those things. But again, mm -hmm. 
Um, if you are, and this was a line from, I did the book of John Gray years ago. It literally was like that. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, cause we want him to have like a five, what we want him to have an 850 credit score, but yours is a 520. Like that doesn't match. Right. But this is the only right, thing right. where women think, oh, well, I can make him have this, 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 and this, but then you don't have it. The same as, again, if we talk about like the physical body, there are some ladies who are stuck on what the outer shell is supposed to look like, right? I want him to do this and have that. Well, and I don't want a man with a six pack because guess what? I'm not going to the gym to help him maintain his and I'm not looking for mine, right? <laughs> so, so you got somebody. <laughs> You have to be so realistic. So yes, I want you to know what you're looking for. I, again, I don't want you out here wandering aimlessly, but I also don't want you to have a list that's so rigid, not anyone would be able to, um, to make that list and to meet your demands and requirements. Because that's what they are, demands and requirements. The requirements, definitely. See, how do we, how do couples relate, uh, married or not, authentically express our love language, like in a way where it doesn't offend the other person, but like in a way where they understand how, how can couples do that? What should we do? So the first thing you have to do is go and take the love languages test, right? Gary Chapman wrote a book about the mm. five love languages. Um, and there are five mm -hmm. of them, words of affirmation, quality time, receiving yes. gifts, acts of service and physical touch. I would love to do a study on how many relationships have blown up because the other person didn't know their partner's love language. So mm. um, again, because all we know is how we want to be loved, right? But we don't take the time to ask mm -hmm. our partner, hey babe, how do you want to be loved? So I would absolutely encourage right. them to again, you talk about you know date night and keeping it together and keeping it fresh and leaning in, make a date night to take that test. It is a long test. Um, but again, when you're done it makes sense to you like, oh, that's why he or she is like that. And that's why I'm a physical touch right. person. I'm a physical touch person. Mm -hmm. It's words of affirmation. Like now he expresses his love language through, um, through gifts. Like that's his gifts and acts of service, right? So he's that guy. Mm -hmm. um, and so you just have to, but again, if, if we never communicated and I didn't know that and I'm a physical touch kind of person, then I'd be like, oh, well, he bought me a gift, but he didn't give me a hug, right? Even though that's, but you get what I mean? Right, like, right. Mm -hmm. Dealing with, um, so I would absolutely encourage people to take that test. Um, it's fun. And it just, again, it gives you a really great way to go in um, and love your partner. They even have an app, like they have the Five Love Languages app where you can go. It's really oh, cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really, really cool. You can go in and um, you and your partner set yourselves up, you know, as, as a partner. And you can do things like you can nudge them, like if you need a date or whatever, you can send a note that says what your love tank is. So if your love tank feels like it's on mm -hmm. it's full, you know, again, communicating. Oh, that's, that's cute. Yeah, it's really cool. That's where a lot of people get off track. They don't communicate. We are a family of communicators. Over here. If we don't do nothing else, we <laughs> Communicate. <laughs> we communicate because hello it, somebody yeah look it's important enough for us to to stay in it and i mean as you know all communication ain't easy communication sometimes it's harder communication 
but we communicate. So <laughs> I would ask right. take that test, figure out what your partner's love language is, what yours is, and then love one another accordingly. That's good. This is so good. See, talk to us a little bit about therapy. You're talking about communication. Should couples go to therapy? Like if they're just dating and talk to us about going to therapy when you're married as well. Like, because I know we did the pre and then during the marriage as well. Talk to us a little bit about therapy in relationships and in marriage. Yeah. So I'm a huge proponent of talk therapy period, right? Whether it's for yourself as an individual mm -hmm. or as a couple, I think that the pre-marital is so important, right? Because again, mm. everyone thinks they know what a marriage and a relationship and all that stuff is going to be. And this gives you an opportunity to really find out like, okay, what is this thing going to be? Because what, what we need to understand is more than a pretty dress and tuxedo right it's more than just that it is truly a union you're you're together you're united you're saying before god we stand together and we say we're gonna be in this thing like we we down for one another right and so i think that it gives right. you the opportunity um and we've obviously done we've done uh counseling and therapy during our marriage um and what we love about mm -hmm. it is, is you got a party in the middle right it's the one time in your marriage right. that want somebody else right in the middle of it because ain't nobody else ever invited in otherwise but in in this respect when it comes to counseling it's so it's like finally i got somebody on my side <laughs> right <laughs> right and then honestly the the right therapist is going to challenge you is going to say like okay mm -hmm. but wait, hold on. wait hold on ash why you do that like what did that, come on what, did that really make sense and so i really right. i think any couple out there can greatly benefit from having that neutral party in it, um, having the opportunity to see it from your partner's perspective without the blame, right? You know, you're not playing a blame, mm -hmm. kind of saying, hey, here's what happened. Um, and then having to listen to them again with that neutral party in there, because I think sometimes people are not as open when you're just, when it's just Sally and John, you know, arguing together. Sometimes they're like, well, if I say this, mm -hmm. feelings, and I don't want, so I, I love it. I think that anybody can um, benefit, especially if you know you in this thing for the long run, like if you in it, in it, why not go get some tools mm -hmm. and resources to help you make it be better? So it's a yes. Right. How do you know? It's a yes. Okay. I agree. I totally agree. How do you know if it's the one, T? Like you're dating, you've gone to your classes, you've prepared them to date savvy. We're dating. I like this person. How do you know that it's the one? So this is one of those questions where I wish there was an easy answer, right? Like I wish mm -hmm. there was an easy answer because all I can do, and it's, it's, it's so ironic you asked this question because today a client who has met a wonderful guy, like... Listen, and she was probably my most, um, I won't say reluctant, but she was absolutely, mm -hmm. um, she was afraid, right? It's kind of like if, mm. if somebody be afraid of the dark, she'd be afraid of the dark. She's like, she's like, I don't know, Tara, what's, like, what, you, what we gonna do? But she was in, her heart was in. She's like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I trust you. And three months mm -hmm. in, she has met a lovely man, lovely, lovely, lovely man, right? And 
it's it's a real deal. And so today she asked, she's like, well, how did you know? She's like, well, give me your timeline. So here's the deal. Met my husband in February and I couldn't remember if it was by mm-hmm. March or May, but by the spring, we were looking at rings. Um, my birthday is in November. Shut up. My birthday's in November. We got mm-hmm. engaged. We were married the following March. So 13 months total, my life completely changed because I knew mm. he was the one. I, I never wanted right. to not be around him. Right. I never, ever, ever wanted to not be around him. And I never felt that way before, right? Because I'd be like, where am I going? Right. Okay, but yeah. Case with this guy, I never not wanted to be around him. And I was like, oh, right. So it's like, you're only you have that answer. But if you go and you mm-hmm. look at him, and again, and this is why we got to make sure our energy is right. And we're not just like, oh, I got to find a husband because the first guy you think you kind of like, you'd be like, that's my husband. You know what I mean? Like, no, but it's right. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. And I have told my husband straight up, if for any reason this didn't work out, I never got to get married again because he was my right. Husband. You get it? Like that was right. my one. And I don't know that there are any other ones out I don't know that my heart is equipped to feel this way about anyone else. And so really we have those answers deep down, like to like, who is it and what it feels like and when it's the one it's that it's that. And if you still mm-hmm. think it's the ones, then now nah, that ain't the one that ain't the, cause I was a girl who I dated. I love dating. I love dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, this is how I knew this, this will be a good answer for you. It's how I knew. So, mm-hmm. My husband and I got together. I had broken up with someone. Um, and mm-hmm. at the time, because I knew I was going to be breaking up with the guy, I had started communicating with another ex who's, you know, there's always like a boomerang ex somewhere around, right? There's always that guy who's yeah. somewhere. And so he and I started communicating. I was like, okay, cool. This didn't have to be anything serious. Cool. We know one another. And then once I met my husband, I remember sending him a message like, I can't talk to you anymore. I have met someone. Because I didn't want to. I remember doing the same thing. Come on, right? <laughs> right? Hello, somebody. Like, uh-uh, I don't want to mess this up. <laughs> right? And that was it. And that's how I knew. I was like, I have never in ever, ever, ever in relationship. I always have friends. Like, always have friends on the mm-hmm. side. You know what I mean? People who were, again, let's be real. Like those guys who would boost your self-esteem on a hard night where you'd be like, he liked me. If nobody else in the world likes me, he likes right. me. If I had a hard day, he right. likes me. And when I met my husband, I was like, yeah, I, I, I can't talk to you no more. Like I can't, literally, can't. it wasn't worth it. <laughs> like I was done, done. So that was my for real, for real. Um, again, he, it just, the way I showed up was differently. I remember being at a restaurant and this guy, I was with my mom who knows me, of course, because she knows her daughter. <laughs> guy comes in. And so I'm at a restaurant and my dad and my husband are parking, but my mom and I are already in. And so this guy comes by, he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? And he kind of pauses to talk, but I'm like, turn back to my mom talking. And she's like, oh my Lord, what has this man done to my daughter? And I said, what you mean? She said, <laughs> Because you didn't see that man talk. I was like, oh, because I didn't even see uh-huh. it the same way. I, I, I just didn't see it. But I, I also know God knows me. He knows mm-hmm. me. 
who I was and how, again, I'm, I'm, I was that chick. Like I could flirt with the best of them. And I know that he had to completely take that away from me, right? Like any type mm. of way. And, and it wouldn't have happened with anyone else. Cause I've never been in any other relationships where I couldn't be flirty just for the hell, you know, just for saying like, oh, I'm in a really, no, but it was completely different. Right. So, you know, the short is wow. how you show up, how they make you feel. Um, but the long is only, you know, like only, you know, when that person is truly your one. Oh, that is so, so good. I love that. I'm smiling because I just, you know, you know what it feels like, like when I've been there. Yeah. You know what it feels like to find your one. And I, I, I really think that with anybody and guys know, like, that's the thing, ladies, don't let nobody five year relation you relationship you out of your good years and stuff talking about they still thinking about no when they know they know and he let me know very That's what early they all said too. yeah it's like don't nobody got time for that mm-hmm. like they know they know <laughs> period see let me ask you this how do you know when it's time to walk away Oof. like we know when it's the one and then how do we know when it's time to walk away? This is the hard, these are the questions y'all, because look, you know, I mean, yeah. this is what people want to know. Like we know when we find the one, but then how do we know when, you know, this isn't the right one? How I do think we know? honestly, and, and this sounds really crazy, but because I have walked away from stuff, um, it's really when mm-hmm. it's not working for you anymore. I think that we, st- we tend to mm-hmm. stay in things for other people way too long right? And we're not honest with ourselves. Going back to those questions of like, you know, how does this make me feel? Does this serve me any longer? Mm -hmm. Is this in alignment with where I'm going in my life? You know, sometimes, so the guy I dated before my husband, not a bad guy, was not a bad guy, just was not in alignment with where I was going in my life, right? And so I had to have that hard conversation with myself to say, okay, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you see that this person mm. is going to be able to do that or give you that? And I don't mean the material stuff because this was one of those relationships where this was a guy who was like, oh, you know, we can get the house, we can travel the world, we can do all of those things. But I was like, but the simple of like, I'm not going to be your 20-year girlfriend. Like, you get it? And so the- Right, right. In line. And I think really having that hard talk about what does and doesn't align and then if it can or cannot be changed, right? Like communicating that with your partner to see, is this person really going to be it? Can this be changed? Cause sometimes it's as simple as you saying, okay, here's what I'm seeing my life being in the next three years. What are you seeing yours? And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even know. Yeah, we can, that's perfect, right? There are some that can be salvaged. Right. The answers don't, don't add up and you still are on a completely mm-hmm. different that's when you start considering your options, you know? And if we're talking about marriage, cause let's be real, I don't want people just walking away from marriages and stuff like that. Right, um, you know, you definitely. To, you know, again, going back to remember why you chose that person. Like what was the reason that you fell in love with them first decided, okay, that's my, that's my person, right? That's my one. Um, mm-hmm. Communicating what is not working. Like what's not working? Because maybe it's a simple thing of like, this person works too much. Okay. But if you look at the core of it, maybe there are some deeper things. They had issues of security growing up. And so maybe that is something that y'all in therapy mm. talk about. Cause maybe you're like, but babe, we good. We, we got some money in the bank. Like we're, we're not that. Cause we are all the, what the sum total of our right. experience, 
right? So there are things that you mm-hmm. can And then, you know, doing the counseling, because I think that relationships can be saved. But again, if once you go through right. all of those, it still doesn't, then maybe it is time to walk. Because I am a proponent of happiness. As much as I love couples and love, right. and I believe we got to be happy. To thine own self be true. Definitely. What are your thoughts in it? advice for any like the spouse or the partner somebody that you're dating has a child and you're coming in as you know the girlfriend or even you're coming in as the boyfriend and the girlfriend has children what what advice can you give you know briefly on how that looks and how to make it work (laughs) you know what I mean because we've seen blended families not work and we've seen blended, blended families work what is your advice on that we're completely a blended family. Like I had, my daughter was 11 when I met my husband. Um, and so I think mm-hmm. that you have to make your expectations um, and needs known pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, I mean, for me, it was very clear for me to tell my husband, she is good. She has a relationship with her father. So he wasn't coming into a situation where, oh, this child has never known a man and Mm-mm. Like she did summers with her dad. Like right. we were different places. So that wasn't her story. However, I love the fact that he would be there on a day to day capacity because her dad does stay out of state, right? So being able, and also mm. hopefully the people are mature enough, like everybody who's in the relationship is mature enough to have those conversations mm-hmm. with one another and talk about like what this looks like for the family. You know, so if right. okay, that's your scenario right there. Now, if the guy is not in the picture, meaning the father, um, I would almost caution those women to take things a bit slower, right? Take it a bit slower when we talk about mm-hmm. introducing men. Um, I would not introduce until you know for sure this man's going to stick around for a while, right? Because kids, they're going to do one right. or two. They're going to either be very, very clingy and close, like, oh my God, finally a dad, or who are you? It's been my mom and I for so long. Who are you? And that causes friction in a relationship sometimes. So communicating what those needs are, like what, what are you expecting him to be in that child's life? And giving him the option mm-hmm. of saying if he's even willing to do that. Because I think sometimes we, you know, because we have made up in our mind what we want our relationships. And okay, girl, I'm looking for a husband and a man for my, but if he, he did not right. in that whole you know, bonus dad role, then that's not fair. So y'all got to be on the same page. And the same thing works for men. I think, unfortunately, women can sometimes be a bit more vindictive than guys when we talk about new people coming into situations. And so I think women sometimes be, you know, they be a little extra spicy and salty (laughs) when there's a new woman in the picture um, right. It's not always supposed to be that way. Like we are crazy, super. We are super blended over here. My ex is married, and then I'm married, and we have my mm-hmm. daughter. And so, I love her bonus mom. Like I love her because right, all, she loves my baby, and that's all that's ever mattered. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't want her husband. Right. So there's no any competition. So it's really determining what that looks like. If that person's going to be around for the long time, um, for the long haul, before you actually start bringing them in. But I, I don't think that people should um, not date people with kids, even though there are a lot of women out there who don't mm-hmm. want to 
because they don't want the drama. Right. But I, I, I'm a, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a baby mama, but look, I'm a baby mama with no drama. So, you know what I mean? I'm a drama free. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And this is our last question. This has been so good. I mean, so, so good. See, what is your hope? What is your hope um, for relationships as we forge ahead, you know, in a world where we're still in the pandemic, but we're moving out of the pandemic? But what is your hope for relationships just as we forge ahead? My hope is that everyone finds their person. Like, I just want people Mm. to truly find their person. I do what I do because I've been blessed enough to find my person. Like I don't even, and today is his birthday, right? Like, and, and this morning. Oh, happy birthday person. Hey, boyfriend. (laughs) Just like walking and exercising. And I just, I was laughing at myself because I was like, I don't know if I want to bust out crying or bust out twerking because I'm just so grateful that I have my person, right? Like I have my person mm. and, and it's straight up like, and you know, like it's it's the against all odds. I don't care what comes. We're going to fight Ooh. this. We're going to fight each other one day, but we're going to fight the world on all days. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. They did not come, right? Literally. And I really want everyone to genuinely find their person. And so when we look at relationships, Uh I want people to be authentic. I want people to be honest. I want people to find folks that they can be vulnerable with. Like that's what I want the shape of relationships to be like. I I want people to be able to look back at 2020 and even the start of 2021 and say, you know what, life is short. And it's it's time out for games. It's time out for um, any plan. And I want men to grow up. Like I want men to to get it, you know what I mean? To finally get it and be like, you know what? It's not right. worth drama and playing games. Like I'm looking for my girl. Like I, I that's mm-hmm. what I really, really hope for relationships that people have their person and they ride it out. Like if if these are the end of days, right? Like cause we look at the signs, right. all the things are coming, <laughs> coming to pass. If these are the ends of days, I want them to have their one to ride it out. That's my hope for love and relationship. Mm. Girl, that's my hope too. I love, I love that tea. This has been so good. Sarah, thank you for being here. Thank you for blessing us. Tell people where they can follow you, where they can get your resources, your books. Tell them. They need it. We all need it. They can find me on all the platforms um, at She Date Savvy. That's S-H-E-D-A-T-E. E-S-S-A-V-V-Y. So she dates savvy. Um, they can always DM me. I'm super responsive. Um, if they are in a place where they're like, okay, well, I just want to think about dating and read my story. I wrote the book, Smart Girls Still Don't Date Dumb, because I share my story of leaving a dumb relationship and getting into the one that I know God truly purposed for me. So you can read my story. You right. can I'm, I'm in the words of Tupac, like I ain't hard to find. Like you can find me out here in these social media streets. <laughs> right. Dishing out love information. Like literally it's love information um, and relationship advice with heart. It's always going to come from my heart. Like I'm not a, you know, I'm not one of those type of coaches or dating mentors. Like I want you to get it right, but it's always from a place of love. So 
they can find me. Find me, hit me up, holla at me. Definitely. They are going to be hitting you up. They need to hit you up. Sip your green juice. Oh, and she has a mean green juice. I need to have some of that when I come to Texas. I'm coming yes. back in June, so I need to see you. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Um, Hopefully the pandemic will be over. If not, we're going to have our cute mask on, and we're just going to get together and do what we do. I'm so proud of you. We have to. I'm so proud of you. Before before you go, see, we have to play a quick game. Um, it's done in 60 seconds. It's rapid fire, so it's really quick. Um, you ready? <laughs> I think. Okay, go. Yes. Okay. Who or what inspires you? Ooh. Mm, I know you said 60 seconds. Who or what inspires me? <laughs> Who inspires Nobody me? ever does it in the time. I know. Okay, it's God. God, just, just try to be right and get that right. Nope, I'm going to come get him in just a few seconds. I'm done. Okay, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> so definitely God. Yep. God, biggest accomplishment. Oh God, you make me cry. Um, <laughs> biggest accomplishment is my girl graduates in June from high school. Oh. And, oh. Um, and we, you know, like everything that I've done, my first pivot of leaving LA and moving back home to Houston was for her. Um, and so being in a place now where it's like, just today, she got another college acceptance, like literally that's, that's yeah. Yeah. So that, that right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What song are you listening to on repeat? <laughs> uh, Chris Brown, go crazy. <laughs> I love That's my favorite. That is my favorite. What, um, <laughs> three words that best describe you oh my god um energetic passionate mm-hmm. and loyal energetic passionate and loyal yes what would people be surprised to learn about you um I'll give you a bonus I'm gonna give you two one is I love cats okay love cats and two what? I have I have a degree in um Funeral directing and embalming. Okay, Phaedra. <laughs> Girl, listen. Would you ever I, do a business? <laughs> so, I, so when I was 19, I went to mortuary school. And I did mm-hmm. a program. I worked for a little bit in the industry. Um, it's very male-dominated. It was a little hard to get into because either you had to have a daddy who was in the business, know somebody, or be willing to sleep with somebody. I was none of those things. And so I quickly pivoted. I'm the queen of pivot. Like, I, I pivoted so many times in my life. And so if people get nothing, right. else, I don't know how to pivot because I'm a pivot queen. I might go same. back. I feel the same way. Last show, last show you binged. What's the last show you binged? Oh my God. Now this is going to show my quirk. Bridgerton. Okay, so I watched that one, but my favorite show that I recently binged, because I, and I got to go watch it actually, it's called Search Party. It's a super okay. show. Um, and if, if people watch it, they'll see my humor because that show literally makes me laugh out loud. It's like a it's like a dramedy kind of I like mockumentaries and dramedies and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. Search Party is the one I last binged and and I'll probably be doing it again this evening or tomorrow because 
because I love that show. <laughs> what do you love most about your job? Um, being in complete alignment with what I know God has for me, knowing that this is the thing that mm. he put me on earth to do. Like there is no um, question. Like I'm not trying to force it. It, it ain't a trend. It's not mm. Um, mm. You know, literally what I know I was put on earth to do. And so it makes it not feel like a job. So that's what I love about it is that it doesn't what, feel like what, I love it. And what brings you joy? Gosh, I think that changes daily. Um, but right now, mm -hmm. definitely um, my family, you know, mm -hmm. the fact that everybody is healthy. Like, literally, I find joy in the small things. You know what I mean? Like the small and the big. I'm a girl who right. finds just walking around and being able to be, you know, listen to my music and kind of twerking around the neighborhood and, and who cares who, um, you know, looks at me crazy. But right now, definitely my family, my family. Yeah. And you, see, you have brought us joy today. This was so nice. Look, you have blessed the people. And if you didn't bless the people, you blessed yeah, me. <laughs> This was wonderful. See, this was thank so, you. No, this was so nice. Great job. Great questions. Like these questions were amazing. Like really, really good questions. Yeah. I, I'm thank again, you. I'm see. proud of you. That's what we're gonna keep doing, right? Like this is how we do. This listen. That's what we're and, gonna keep doing. And you're gonna be back. I'm gonna have you back on here to talk about something I'm, else. So look, I want you need to talk about the pivot. Oh, the pivot. There's so many things to talk about, like the pivot. Um I got some topics. You just tell me, but the pivot for sure, because even now, like I'm at a place of feeling like a pivot. Uh, there's a, there's a shift in a pivot. Uh -huh. and, and, but yeah, mm -hmm. just, you know how to reach. Look, me. okay. We're going to save that. that I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm open. I'm completely And I'll have my, and I'll have my green juice in my wine glass <laughs> like you. <laughs> Put it in the wine glass because I'm like, I can't put nothing else in here because you'd be like, girl, she fell asleep during the interview because I'm such a lightweight when it comes to drinking. But my green juice here got girl. me through. <laughs> I love it. See, I'm so excited for you. What you're doing for women, I think that it's amazing because we we didn't have this coming up, right? We didn't have nobody giving us no clues on how to date. Like, let's be real. Half the time we was hiding that we were dating. So, we were like, well, I don't want to, you know, but yeah, now this. <laughs> Girl, a whole mess. I, I, I have been feeling lately and during the pandemic, like I've had to relearn so much of what I was taught because oh, yeah. it wasn't right. At all. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, 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 and you're, so you're completely, even that, like unlearning those things, um, because it really boils down to lessons your mama didn't teach you right because our moms taught us mm -hmm. the information they had for that period of life and so there's so right. many people right even now i have moms who sign their daughters up to work with me because they know i can't tell her how to date because it's completely different yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah wow are you serious oh yeah absolutely oh my god and what's, the old, what's your old what's your oldest client see what's your oldest client Oh my God, I'm so happy you asked. In the pandemic, 
73 years old. No way. Are you serious? She might be 74 now because I met her last spring. She came to one of my classes. She got some coaching and she literally was out here dating, has found her one. Oh my God. And girl, my mom is about to be. I need to sign my mom up because she's looking for love. She's 72 next week. And oh my God. And first of all, you know we don't be looking like our age. So let's be real. 